back to On the Block with Stricken Bach on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. guys don't even know what that is i'm coming in i'm hot rico working his magic over there in the other I see studio. you rico i see you. rico working his magic strick had a request and rico filled that request. see that's what happens when you're on the block sometimes you go out real cool and then you come back come in hot that's how it is on the block well, we're about to come in hot, so give us a text. Give us a call, 402-464-5685. Starter Heyman text line, Honda Lincoln hotline. And you know who else is hot, Strick, is the coaches. Mickey Joseph and Mark Whipple had some things to say during their pressers. I'm going to run through them for you, Strick, and then I want you to think it over. Let me know what you think because there's been a little bit of possible bad blood between the two. The quarterback situation is just getting even more heated, so... This is what Mickey Joseph had to say when it comes to Logan Smothers' practices versus games. Listen in. You're right. I think Logan's more of a gamer, but he's got to practice better. You know, and he he understands that. And Logan Logan is really going to attack this week, trying to be a better practice player. That's that's his goal this week. So that's uh, Mickey Joseph when it comes to Logan Smothers. And then we know that a lot of the discussion's been between him and Mark Whipple, especially when it comes to the quarterback position. So this is what he had to say when he's talking about those conversations between him and Mark Whipple. We, me, you know, the coaches, the kids not calling the plays. Right. We are. <laughs> so is that a conversation you have with, with Absolutely. Whipple? We had that conversation. How'd it go? That's between me and Whipple. So, there have been conversations about the quarterback position, and as Mickey Joseph says, it's between him and Whipple. So, they asked Mark Whipple the same conversation. They asked him the same thing. Is Logan Smothers a gamer? This is what Mark Whipple said. Well, tell Mickey he should be at the defensive side more. <laughs> no, he's been – no, he really had his best week of practice, and both those guys have had their best week this week. Chubb has been a lot more consistent throughout, but I told that to Logan. I, I said I, I had a lot of respect for you. It's not easy to you know, maybe start a game and be third, but he stepped up during practice, and he's continued that. And, uh, you know, he's certainly been around here longer than Chubb does, has, but all the, the guys have gotten – both those guys have gotten great support from, from their teammates. So that was Mark Whipple uh, taking the quick jab at Mickey Joseph, saying maybe you should uh, focus on the defense. So the last one I got for you, Strick, before we're going to talk about it, whose decision is it if Casey plays? Because, again, seems like there might be a little bit of clashing between the two. Here's Mark Whipple. Yeah, I don't As I said, I don't, you know, somebody's hurt. I never would, never would play a guy. And I did once. When I was at UMass, and it was a mistake, you know, where he was a little groggy, and it's like a, <clears throat> a first series, and I went like, "You're not right," and he said, "Yeah," you know. So, uh, um, and I was there when Colt McCoy got hurt on a Thursday night when when Silverback James Harrison hit him, and then you know he went into the game and didn't, you know, and that's when that whole thing. But we we don't ever want you know, anybody to. Ever do something that'll harm? That's not, you know, whether it's the NFL or here. I've never, 
see anything like that, you know. So, um, yeah, to hurt, to hurt. Thoughts, Strick? Sounds like, I, again, I, I don't want to speculate too much, but it sounds like um, maybe they're not on the same page. I, I don't know. <laughs> little spiller um yeah but listen i i think that is a a great assessment right and 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 so that's that's the part of the nuance that i wanted to get into right a lot of us can sit here and say someone can make a decision um in this whole system in the way that things have happened one mickey joseph was under mark whipple you understand? Yeah. So you, you, I didn't even think about you, it. Like you, that. right. That's what I'm saying. There's right. so much more nuance to this. Mickey Joseph was, you know, basically getting his thing in his situation with the wide receivers right and prepared for, for Coach Marvel, Whipple. Right. So now all of a sudden, in the midst of it, three games in, someone who was your supervisor just think of the dynamics of what that's that a good is. Point, actually. Someone that you're, you're working under. Instead of it, you being the guy that's next, which is usually the progression, usually it's one of the coordinators would normally take over. You get leapfrogged from the receivers coach, who you were the supervisor of, basically, and now all of a sudden you're taking orders from him, and then you having kind of just situational and circumstantial feelings that this man Whipple then has to attest to and say, "Well, how do you?" You know, how, how do you know? You know what I mean? I'm older than you. Not, listen, I'm not saying this is the case. I'm just saying these are dynamics that we don't think about. I'm older than you. I've been here longer than you. I've coached as a head coach. Not to say that this is happening. Please don't think that I'm saying this right. is what's going on. But I've coached, I've coached in this position. You've leapfrogged me. And then now you're going to tell me who my quarterback is supposed to be? But it's your position to do that. So Mickey has to operate on a fine line because I still need to win games. I can't lose this guy. This I need him interview. to still yeah. – I need, I need Coach Whipple to still be engaged in this whole process. I don't need to – so Mickey has to watch, walk a fine line with how he deals with Mark Whipple. Well, here's the interesting thing. And Scott says, I thought Mickey was the assistant head coach. Mickey was the associate head coach. Uh, being above Whipple in the sense that, yes, now that he's taken over, but when he was initially hired, he's the wide receiver coach. Mm -hmm. And in that situation, he would technically be running Whipple's offense. He would be under Whipple's right. uh, hierarchy. Here's what's so interesting when it comes to the, the associate head coach. Normally, in these type of situations, it's not a guy that's auditioning for the head coaching role. It's a guy that's been with the program for a while. He steps in for a couple games. Right. He, he gets it done as much as he can, and then he takes a step aside. In this situation, Mickey Joseph is a legitimate candidate for this job. Right. So he is coaching in the sense that he is a candidate for this job. And I think what's so fascinating about those quotes, Strick, is that Whipple said maybe Mickey should focus on the defense a little bit more. What's been the issue since Mickey Joseph took over? Because it certainly hasn't, hasn't been the been defense. Really, right. The defense has, has stepped up. They could have. They should. If, they, if the struggle. offense would have performed, right. They should have won a few of the free arcs. I would games. say that if the offense performed again, I know it's interesting circumstances because Casey goes down. If the offense performed, I think Nebraska's defense put them in a position to win to against win again. Illinois. And they certainly put him in a position to win against Minnesota. Don't yes. even get me started on that. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of this, too, is 
Chella's obviously Whipple's guy. Exactly. So at, that's at, what at I'm what saying. This is all a nuanced thing. At, at what point do you kind of take a step aside and say, you know what? Maybe Chubba just isn't the guy. And Mickey agreed that he hasn't looked great in practice. But listen, if a guy's a gamer, he's a gamer. Mm-hmm. I know practice is important. And football is one of the most interesting sports because different than other sports, it's about 90 to 95 percent of when you're playing the game. It's practice. It's not like basketball. Hockey, baseball, a lot <laughs> of the game, it, a lot of the game is the game. Football, you get twelve shots. Yeah, you get twelve chances to prove that you are the superior are team. Yeah. So practice, practice is important. Yeah, and, and Logan Smothers might not be the better one in practice, but at some point, you get twelve cracks at this. You play the game. When and, do you take him out? And are you really going to be that stubborn over a kid who's proven that maybe he just doesn't have it? Evan Bland made a great point in that some of the throws that I saw him make, I was like, wait a minute. Why aren't you giving him more of a shot? That throw to because, Marcus Washington? Yes, sir. Was that was a dime fade. And one of the toughest passes in football to make. To make. Absolutely. And just the now look, I don't even attribute it because he threw the ball exactly where it needed to be thrown. I put that on this on the receiver. The receiver is designed. The one to Trey to end the no, game? No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the one to Mark. Even oh, the one to Mark is watch. The receiver has to give that quarterback more space. Right. More room to give him to make that kind of throw. He threw that ball. You know, I played receiver. So I'm, I'm saying this from a standpoint of right. I knew either in my lineup where they're leveraging me where they're trying to control me, where they're trying to drive me. Most cornerbacks, once they get you sideline sideline bound, they're trying to get you more you know, pushed to where they minimize room and space. I need to get into him enough and create that room and that space to be able to fade out to get that ball. So, look, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying Marcus Washington is a, did bad. I'm just right. saying that's what you would hopefully try to do. I, I think Smothers help. threw that ball exactly where he needed do you think it's going to reach the point too because it it was asked whose decision is it if casey plays and whipple kind of was like "Ah, i don't know whose decision it is uh do you think maybe there's some bad blood in the sense that mickey was like hey it's time to put smothers in because we we, we know we know chubba's mark whipple's guy it is very clear and we understand that yeah and again i don't i want to make it very clear i'm not dogging on student athletes that's not what i like to do that's not what that's not what I think this show is designed for. I think it's designed for who gives you the best chance to win the game. Because And it was very obvious, obvious in that game that against Minnesota not, that Logan perfect. Smothers puts you in a better position to win the game. Exactly. So at what point does Mickey Joseph step in and say, hey, my job is literally dependent, or my possible job is dependent on me winning football games. And I need the player that puts me in the best position to win the game. I think, I think he allowed Whipple, out of respect, enough of that time I think now if it comes down down to it he's going to assert himself to make that decision I think I think there's 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 some rope that you give in respect to a to a guy with that kind of uh, you know time tenure resume to allow them especially with the circumstances he is not the guy you hired right he's not the guy that you brought in He's the guy that was there, like I said, that was ahead of you. In although you had an associate head, that doesn't that doesn't that, that's just title. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't mean anything outside of what you you right. you said and shared about how just normally a takeover and kind of get out the way and right. still kind of be there. Right. But 
in this situation, he's now in a position where he has to assert himself, where he's given deference, he's given the opportunity, and you can tell that there was some schism when he, speaking to the press, thought that Smothers was going to get more look and right in, in a couple games ago, I think against Illinois, where he thought that was going to be the case. That did not happen. And so, unfortunately, you come up with a loss there. You have a – a quarterback situation that you're trying to address again, then you're looking at him in practice. You give deference to the guy as far as that seeing all of that. You're listening to him. And so when it doesn't work now, I think that's when he should have asserted himself, made more decision when it got to that five, you know, straight right. uh, punt situation. Yeah, and I, just, I, I feel for Mickey Joseph, and I know everyone says situation. that you're the head coach. And while that is true, I mean – this isn't. This was technically Scott Frost's team going into the season. You haven't even been in Nebraska for a year. I mean, it's just. And I know everyone says he's the head coach. He makes the decisions. I mean, just look at the reality of the situation. I mean, it's just. It's a tough spot to be thrown in. Before we go to break, Strick, I want to bring up this. John makes a really good point. He says, to Logan's credit, he is running Whipple's offense, not the offense that he, he was recruited, recruited to. to. Of mm-hmm. course, he doesn't look good in practice. That's an interesting point because great point. What, what what we were talking about with Logan Smothers was, oh, does he maybe transfer? Uh, that type of situation was was a big part of our discussion. He decided to stick it out, go into a new offense, and now when he's been put in a position to play, he's looked pretty good. Yeah. yeah. And you can even look at the Iowa game. I bring it up all the time. You can look at the Iowa game last year. Is Logan Smothers the best quarterback? No, I wouldn't say that. That kid is, like they said, a gamer. And he puts yeah. you in a position to win. Yeah, I think and I that's think you've got to look at that this week. There's there's no question. If you're going to have any chance, you've got to run this ball. You've got to you've got to minimize possessions as much as you oh, can. You have to. And again, I talked about it. You've got to you've got to take an eye off of the quarterback as well as slow down any type of run pre- rush pressure. They did that. They ran more screens. They ran more quick passes. They ran. You know more. You know delays. You're gonna have to. They're gonna that. have to do things to mix this up because listen, Michigan is coming for your. They have your to. Gut. They're trying they to make have to. So they're gonna try to beat the brakes off of you. So you you're gonna have to do something to try to keep this clock running because if you give them more possessions, that gives Corn more chances and more opportunities in their run game to beat you down and break you down, and that's when it could get ugly. Which is what Michigan's gonna try to do. It's really interesting. And Jay Foreman stepping in here. He's in the building. We're going to ask him his thoughts on this because it seems like, again, a a very weird dynamic going on in Nebraska football. So we'll ask Jay Foreman his thoughts. Crossover coming up next on the old school, or excuse me, on the block, old school crossover coming up next, 93.7 The Ticket. There it is. We'll be right back.